Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, Star Talk All-Stars might be off the air, but we have an all-new way for you to enjoy the show. Head over to youtube.com slash Stars for free weekly video episodes of the show. You can still listen to all the audio episodes, but we figured you'd like to watch them with your very own eyes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash Stars and hit the bell so you can be notified every time a new video gets published. Thanks to our supporters on Patreon for sponsoring this episode of Star Talk. Join them and listen to every episode with no ads. Go to patreon.com slash Radio to learn how. I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Nice. And this is Playing, Playing with, with Science. Today we examine the myth that says only meat-based proteins can fuel elite athletes to the very top of their sport. And yes, you're correct. This is not the hot dog eating show. That may very well be on the launch pad very soon, so keep an eye out. Mm, Did you say launch pad or lunch pad? Maybe Uh I'm just hungry. Maybe I'm hungry. (laughs) Maybe. And bringing the athletes POV is not one but two world-class athletes who are not to be messed with. We're talking about world record-breaking strongman from Germany, Patrick Baboumian, and super heavyweight Golden Gloves champion boxer and Olympic hopeful Cam F. Awesome. Yes. Yes, he is, if I say so myself. Both of them will be here to tell their amazing stories. I've got to get to the bottom of that name. Yeah. Really? Cam F. Awesome. First question right (laughs) at the front. Talk me through the name, dude. And giving us the interdisciplinary science of nutrition, which it actually is, is vegan fitness coach and nutritionist Karina Inkster. Now, here we go, chaps and chapesses. If you're 100% meat-eating athlete and don't care for salad. Mm, meat. I totally get it. But if you'd like to hear how to challenge the conventions and your own thinking, then this show most definitely is for you. All right. And to kick things off, as we promise, he is a world record-breaking strongman. If you ever get a chance, uh, check out his videos on YouTube because they are absolutely phenomenal. They're ridiculous. They are ridiculous, they, man. Yeah, yeah. In the nicest possible way. Yeah. They we're, are ridiculous. We're, we're talking about a man who carried over 1,200 pounds about uh, 10 meters, which is insane. That's his world record. Uh, it's a pleasure to bring to the show Patrick Baboumian. Uh, Patrick, how are you, my friend? I'm great. Am Thanks I saying so your Am I saying your name correctly, Baboumian? Yeah, Baboumian is perfect. Okay, Baboumian, fantastic. Right. We got a name right. Yeah, we got a name right. I can't believe it, especially <laughs> that's, me. That's a lap of honor at you the end of the know show. It. Right. I All right. It. Um, okay. Quite simple. What triggered your change from a meat-based diet? To vegan, yeah, because that's that's a story that really captured my imagination. Yeah, and I and uh, yeah, go ahead. 
Yeah, so, so basically, um, um, I was a typical strength athlete and, and, and bodybuilder and whatnot um, for 12 years. Um, and like most of the guys in, in, in that kind of uh, um, community, um, I believed in the superiority of um, animal protein um, over plant protein. Mm -hmm. Uh, and therefore, I, I used to eat a lot of meat, and uh, I also had tons of dairy products. Like in my worst kind of days, I had up to two gallons of milk a day. So wow. it was really, really bad. Oh, that is bad. Um, and uh, that was because I thought I need the protein from those sources, uh, and that plant sources wouldn't do the job for me, um, you know, for muscle building and so on. Um, and the, what triggered my change uh, to answer the question is um, that uh, at some point I just realized that I was very compassionate towards animals. So, so I would, you know, rescue animals from the forest if I would uh, see an, an injured animal. I would try to help them, get them to the vet, and and, and try to do something. And that was a very natural reaction for me. Um, and I was sometimes uh, even, you know, putting a lot of time and energy for, for instance, once we had a, um, a baby uh, raven uh -huh. uh, and we, you know, um, we, we put, put in like a few months of time trying to help that one bird. And I was just thinking, well, while I'm doing this, I'm eating in, in that time span, I'm probably eating, you know, like 30 or 50 chicken. Wow. How does it make sense, you know, to try to, you know, put time and energy into trying to help one animal? Uh, and at the same time, you're basically eating uh, other birds while you're trying to help that one bird. Well, the, uh, the answer, Patrick, would be that ravens are not delicious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Have this you is true. Tried one? You're right. You're right. I'm yeah. joking. But yeah. go ahead. Continue. So that's basically when, when I stopped eating meat. And then now switch forward uh, six years later, um, I was pretty successful as a vegetarian strongman then. Uh, I even, um, you know, got to um, get uh, uh, the heavyweight national champions uh, title in Germany. Oh, wow. Um, so that's that, that was in 2011. So this is six years after uh, going vegetarian. Uh, and once I gained that title, that brought me a lot of, you know, media attention. I was in all kinds of... Uh, newspaper uh, newspapers here in Germany, and at that point, I realized that I was now influencing a lot of other people through media. Right, um, and that's when I made the decision to actually go one step further and go completely vegan. Although in this case, now I wasn't really sure if it would work because uh -huh. you know, as a vegetarian, I had already learned I was doing great. I was even doing better than when I was meat, uh, eating meat, but I was really not convinced that I could do that on a 100% plant-based diet without any animal products because I was still, as a vegetarian, having tons of dairy products. Yeah. And I sincerely believed that these dairy products and then milk and, and all that stuff, that that was, a, you know, one of the main pillars of my nutrition um, that, you know, um, made everything work for me. So um, I was really anxious uh, if, if I could make it work. And I was super surprised once I did it that actually my performance levels even when went you all right know, let's let's ask off. you a question yeah, that's, here that's what timeline have we got from you stopping a meat-based diet coming into plant-based coming vegan how long does it take before you see quantifiable difference mm. in what you can do and how you question. can do it? yeah 
Yeah. Is, yeah. It, is it an overnight thing? Yeah, is it, it a month, yeah. two months? Please. Yeah. When did you wake up and First. go, wow, being a vegan is awesome. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> that would be you. That doesn't happen at all. <laughs> <laughs> Does in Chuck's mind. Yeah. <laughs> go the, on, please. The most important thing is, so this is, again, a very good point that you're making. Um, so a lot of people have this misunderstanding that you go vegan and then automatically something awesome happens to you. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. and, and you become superhuman. And obviously that's bullshit. That that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Okay. Um, Agreed. And that's also one one of the reasons that a lot of people think that a lot of vegan the vegan athletes are actually kind of, you know, fake or or a fraud or, or just pretend that yeah. it works for them just because they want to influence people. Because they have this misconception that, you know, that that we want to tell people veganism is something magical. It isn't. So if you go vegan, you still have to make, you know, you still have to make nutrition work. So you still have to give your body all the nutrients uh-huh. and everything it needs. Uh, and the reason that it works better than with animal products is actually pretty simple. If you do it correctly and you give your body everything it needs, what you're really doing is you're taking away a lot of the stuff that is stressing your body, like uh-huh. cholesterol right. and, you know, other uh, chemicals and, and right. uh, also a lot of stuff that uh, negatively uh, affects your microbiome, for instance. Right. All that stuff. A lot, of that, away, is, a lot of that is in dairy, too. Just let me say, I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm not advocating one way or the other, but from yeah. a scientific standpoint, everything you talked about, a lot of your microbiome is adversely affected by dairy. And yeah. a lot of the things that you were talking about just right before that, it shows up in inflammation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's also exactly. extremely adverse for, for anybody, not just athletes. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to drop that in. Go ahead. Yeah, but, but it's, it's 100% what you say. So, uh, and therefore, if you do it correctly and you go vegan, what you basically do is you take all that away, but you still give your body everything it needs. Hmm. So obviously, it's going to do better than before. So for and you, for happens, you, Patrick, um, for you, Patrick, yeah. How many calories a day are we talking oh, here? Oh, wait. Let me let me do this. Oh, let me on. do this because I, when I was doing my research on Patrick, I saw this and it freaked me out. <laughs> so I'm going to give you your own words back right now, Patrick. And then you can, okay. and then you tell us wh- exactly what Gary asked. Like, what is this? All right. I'm so excited to yeah. do this. I don't even know why. 6,000 calories a day, 350 grams of protein a day. Eight meals a day and three hours of training four days a week. As a vegan, can you give us an idea how you get 350 grams of protein and 6,000 calories in a day? One one of the um, things about this is uh, is a misconception that a lot of people have what vegan nutrition means. Uh, and that's because if the one, you know, the first thing you think about vegan nutrition, uh, if you hear it and you're not vegan, right. is salad, salad, broccoli. Yeah. Yep. So obviously, stuff that is not calorie dense. Right. And if you eat that way, if you, if I would eat that way the whole day, I would just crumble. So that's why I say I have to make sure that I, I get everything I need to grow. So I need to get the calories and I need to get the protein. Now it's actually pretty easy if you know what to eat. Um, my, my, my most favorite, um, example is, um, peanuts, not because I eat peanuts the whole day, but, uh, if you take a look at, uh, the, you know, how calorie dense peanuts are, they're pretty calorie dense, Yeah, they are. like, you know, it's pretty much like, like meat. Um, but you also have a lot of, uh, you know, um, plant-based, uh, fats in it, um, which, which helps with the calories. 
But the most important part is you have 25 grams of protein per 100 grams. So wow. a quarter, a quarter of, uh, of, uh, of, of the uh, weight that you're eating is protein weight. Right. Um, and um, so if you eat in a way that you make sure, you know, you eat a lot of legumes, you eat a lot of starches and a lot of stuff that is calorie dense and has enough protein, it's actually pretty easy. Uh, you can actually get your calories just as easy with a vegan diet uh, as with uh, animal uh, product-based diet. So you just have to make sure that uh, um, you eat calorie-dense enough. What is the equivalent of the whey protein that the bodybuilders are all talking about? So yeah. if I want to get a plant-based protein and I want it to be the equivalent of whey protein, tell me what to do. Yeah, so, so you have two options. Uh, you want to make sure that you get a protein that is uh, well-balanced in terms of the amino acid profile. Mm -hmm. So one option you have is you can combine sources to get that. So you take legumes and starches, combine them together, and you get a pretty well-mixed uh, source. That that would mean something like, uh, you know, um, um, corn protein uh, with uh, soy protein, something like that. Okay. Uh, or if you want to have a single source, so you can replace it one by one, I would always uh, take soy because soy is already well-balanced uh, out of the box. So um, most of the time I'm just using a soy protein, uh, but I uh, tend to, from time to time, so I, I, um, I use other protein sources too just because I also eat a lot of soy products uh, um, and I just want to mix it up a little bit so that it doesn't get too, um, you know, too one-sided. But I go back to the point where you start a meat-free diet, you must then go through a number of physical and mental changes, developments. Can you talk us through that? Because there'll be a lot of people, and there's one sat right here, who hasn't been through a vegan diet. And therefore, what would it be like for someone listening to this show today if they were to take that course? Yeah, so what you have to um, know beforehand is that you're going to, you know, you're, you're changing the way you eat very dramatically. Yeah. Um, and that's going to have, uh, you know, it, in the beginning, it's going to have some negative by effects too. Because, uh, you, you know, your whole digestive system has to, um, has to accumulate to the new situation. Mm -hmm. So your microbiome is going to change. Yeah. On the long run, it's going to change to the better. Uh, but that takes some time. So, and, and in that time, it, it can get a little bit awkward. So for me, it was probably the first two weeks or so where I felt a little bit, you know, off and I couldn't really, it's really hard to put it into words because it's just more, you know, um, literally a gut feeling. Yes. So, yeah. so, um, so you have to get through that phase, yeah. but it just takes, you know, like two weeks or so. Um, and I always recommend people to, uh, if, if they want to try it, to give it uh, four weeks, because four weeks is pretty much the time that it takes until, you know, all these uh, positive effects uh, kick in. Um, and um, after four weeks, most people really, you know, um, once they experience these things, um, they're really motivated to, to stick to it. Because uh, another thing that uh, a lot of people have a problem with and that I had a problem with is, that it just sounds scary if you, you know, if you make the decision and you think, okay, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. For me, that was a super scary thought because yeah. I, I love to drink milk. 
I love chocolate milk. I love so many, you know, dairy-based <laughs> products. Yeah, you yeah. were Vegan Athlete of the Year in 2012. Is that correct? Yeah. At, at and, some and you point. are now an ambassador. And you have featured in The Game Changers, which is a movie that has the fingerprints of James Cameron on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're quite humble about this. Please, please explain more about your involvement in this particular movie. Yeah. So um, the thing is, um, the movie started off as, as a one-man project by producer James Wilkes. Mm -hmm. So James Wilkes is the winner of the uh, Ultimate uh, Fighter. Uh, I think it was the ninth edition of the Ultimate Fighter. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, and he won the whole thing. And then after winning that, so that, so that was pretty much the peak of his career. After winning that, he injured himself. He had a knee, knee injury. And he started, you know, doing a lot of research. And he just basically learned that um, all of his, you know, all, all of these ideas that he had, uh, you know, about animal protein and all these things that it's uh, necessary for him, um, he just learned that it wasn't true. And there was also a different way. So he he you know just tried veganism and 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 um, just um, you know did it as an experiment to see how it uh, how it goes and it really helped with his recovery so that he recovered fast so that made him think it would be a great idea to kind of specifically make a film for guys like him and guys like me uh, who believed in that you know meat. Is you know for muscle building and and animal protein is um, is the main thing if you want to uh, build strength um, to specifically have a documentary that touches those topics and that was the initial idea and it was a completely one one man show so the first time he visited me back then it was just him a camera and we just talked just the way we talk now yeah. um, we just talked and and trained together and that was it. I think it is three or four years ago when James Cameron got involved and then it went crazy big. So they all came back and we refilmed everything. So, so if you take a look at, at the vegan population, um, what you just basically are going to see is that you, we have like 75% or something like that female um, um, vegans. Yeah. And the reason for that is uh, that it seems like women have a much easier time to just make the decision and just go for it. Um, and on the negative side, men just don't get it for some reason. Um, and we think that the reason that's a lot to do with just, you know, cultural ideas sure. that yeah. are just planted in our heads right. that, you know, meat eating has something to do with masculinity yeah. and, with, you know, a real man. I'm a man. Um, I eat flesh. Yeah, so, I mean, it goes back to prehistoric times where we hunt, we gather, we we throw sharp objects at big beasts, mm -hmm. um, we wear them, we eat them, we do all that thing, and it defines us and our way. Yeah, and then, so it's, it's interesting that it's got that depth of connection in our own psyche, and it's still quite prevalent in the thinking today. Are you still competing? So my last competition was in uh, 2016. Uh, after I tore my tricep, uh -huh. um, I, I didn't do any competitions after that. So I'm still training. Uh, I'm like, you know, maintaining 70, 80% of my performance level that I had back then. All right. uh, but um, but um, I'm, I'm not competing. Uh, and also in, in just a few weeks, I'm going to be 40. So it's kind of, you know, and I started with, uh, with competitions when I was 14. So... Uh, 
I think it's time to give my body. Yeah, some rest. I was gonna say, man, you you can't keep up that pace forever. You you know what I mean? I'm I'm sure you've probably lost about an inch in height. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from, yeah, from yeah, it's definitely. It, once you do it, if you measure right after that, you're going to be a bit shorter. Yeah, than yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Hey. All right, we're gonna say goodbye, but uh, we we're sad out because yeah, it's been brilliant talking to you. Thank you. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good, because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me, too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me, too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any of you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. Everything's changing so fast these days, and that's a great thing. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load on our desktop computer. But now there's the Xfinity 10G network. That means the fastest Internet with faster speeds rolling out every day and Internet that can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. So while one person streams a movie from their room, another can play video games in the basement while another TikToks in the kitchen. It's the next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today Thanks, Patrick Booba Yem Booba Main Booba Main Booba Yem doggone and I can't say it now Baboomian Baboomian no no Patrick's okay, okay yeah, yes. Uh, yes Patrick, Patrick Baboomian <laughs> alright thank you to you we are going to take a break um, a name I can say is coming up and a name I don't understand but Cam F. Awesome will be our next guest. He's a Golden Glove super heavyweight boxer. And if either of us get out of line, we're getting more than just a thick ear. Yeah. Right, uh, right, we're going to take that break. Cam F. Awesome on the other side. Stick around. Back shortly. Is your wall empty? Welcome to the club. Does it need to be covered in science? StarTalk is here to help. Go to startalkradio.net slash store and choose between our Let's Make America Smart Again poster or our StarTalk Universe poster. Get yours now at startalkradio.net slash store. Welcome back to Playing With Science. I am, of course, Gary O'Reilly, and that, of course, is Mr. Chuck Nice. That's right. Plant-based athletes. This is where we are right now. Uh, we've spoken with Patrick, and you do his name better justice than I do. Uh, Baboomian. Baboomian. Thank you. Yeah. Strong man. Strong man. World now, record holder. Now, 
Cam. Is that a German dude? Yeah, yeah, that is the German dude. And that voice... And the voice that you hear... Is Cam F. Awesome. Cam F. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, that dude's got some killer chops. Yeah, Cam- he's got some killer chops. And by that, he's not talking about his performance skills. He's talking about the actual mutton chops. Oh, man, he's... That ch- he, the, the, the uh, what are they? Uh, Wolverine-esque. He's, he trimmed them back. Yeah, he did. He, he did. They're no longer... They're no longer Wolverine. The size of a small European oh, country. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Hey, Cam- thanks for being here, man. Yeah, how do we get to Cam F. Awesome? Where did that name come from, Gary, apart from your imagination? Gary needs to know the name, man. He, yeah. lo- he loves it. Uh, uh, I, I, I think it's, uh, I think I fit it, but I, uh, I would go by, I was called Lemroy Cameron Thompson Jr. It's what I was born. My mom would call me Cameron because I was a junior, not to get me confused with my father. Uh, I think you, in that situation, you just call the kid Junior. But whatever. They call me Cameron. And I shortened it to Cam because I grew up in the 90s and there was a very relevant rapper uh, that I wanted to be like. So I went by Cameron. And then he no longer became relevant. So I just shorted it up to Cam. All right. Legally, when I fought, they would have to call me Lenroy. And I wanted to change that. So I went to change my first name. And then I saw that there's a, a section to change your last name. And I was like, same price. nice all right so this is your legal name cam f awesome love it yeah i I love it he's like yeah yeah that's cool boxing is such a combination of different things it's power strength explosion and then you got to have the endurance side of the whole thing together. How, as a plant-based athlete, do you manage to get everything you need in your diet f- to achieve those things? Oh, uh, I think most of it is is a product of, of you know capitalism. People are just trying to sell you stuff. All of the stuff that, like, you don't need all the protein they're selling you. Like, I know ladies who will, on their 30-minute lunch break, they go for a 27 minute walk and then have a 1200 calorie protein shake. Like it doesn't really do anything. You're just taking expensive poops. I don't count protein. I don't count carbs. I don't do any of that. I just kind of eat plant-based foods. Occasionally I'll, I'll uh, splurge and have like a vegan burger or uh, the beyond burger or the impossible burgers are really good. Yeah. But I, I don't, I'm not a, like a health nut like that. Has it have have you found once you go to this vegan diet that your actual boxing improved? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, wow. It improved for the for the first reason why is I have a negative real I don't have a positive relationship with food. Right. I love food. My favorite feeling in the world is eating so much until I not only hate myself, I hate everyone around me, and then I go to sleep. I just waddle to the closest place I can sleep. And then I wake up and I eat the rest of the food room temperature. <laughs> to me, that's the greatest feeling. <laughs> we, we're going to have to get you some new feelings. <laughs> oh, that's so hilarious. When, when you're eating plant-based, like the, the, one of the greatest benefits at first was if I could stop off at McDonald's and just have one quick meal today because I'm busy, just today, only today, I would do that twice a day for the rest of my life. I can't stop myself from going through a drive-thru. But now that I don't have any drive-thru options, I have to pre-plan my meals. Uh-huh. And weirdly, I, and it's where I am right now, I live in a van. And 
I have like down by the river. <laughs> don't uh, actually, don't say down by the river. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a plug, but that's the name of my podcast. Oh come on! <laughs> I just interview strangers when I travel. I just. It's harder to get people in your van than you think. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. I love this like, guy. No, no. I love Cam F. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. Okay, too damn funny. So, Down by the River is the name of your podcast. Let's right. give it a proper plug there. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. How about being a spokesperson for... For veganism. Yeah, veganism. Vegan athletes. Oh, uh, I, I don't like to be one, really. Because I feel like the other vegans, they do a lot of research and they read a bunch of stuff. And my goal is, like, be happy, win things, be vegan, slightly mention it sometimes. And someone's like, hey, what's your secret? And I'm like, vegan. And they're like, what? Tell me more. And then they're more receptive to listen to what I have to say. Interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> Interesting. So when, yeah. when you say tell me more... What, what would you tell me? If, let's Okay, so I'm going to be very honest. Right now, we talk with uh, Patrick, you know, and I've been to a few websites. I'm kind of thinking about it. I'm kind of thinking about it. So what would you tell me? I would say, well, first I'll ask, what would be your reasons for going? Is it health reasons? Yes. It <clears throat> I'm getting older. It's harder for me to maintain weight. Um, my health is not a hundred. Looking good, though. Looking good. My health is not a hundred percent, and I think maybe this might help me. So that's the reason. All right. Well, I would say uh, maybe you, Forks Over Knives is a good film to watch, and it explains not just food but labels and how the FDA says you can say anything you want in the front of the label, but the nutritional facts ha is that's the only thing that has to be true. Right. And like you see the, the Pam cooking spray. Right. It's zero fat, zero carbs, zero everything. But for point for one eighth of a second. Right. You're big into science. You literally can't do it for one eighth of a second, even if you right. did that. Exactly. That's the that's the serving. Basically, if you were to have a serving size, it'd be yeah. an eighth of a second spray. <laughs> so what, what do you do? You go. And. That's like 2 billion calories right there. Okay. So when you think, oh, I just had uh, eggs. I don't know how I'm gaining weight. I just have eggs for breakfast. Well, that's like your daily calories in just spray. But that's the kind of things that the film teaches you. It kind of teaches you how to grocery shop. You you do the outskirts. You don't need to go down the aisles. Everything down the aisles are canned food, processed, and junk. So you yeah. kind of shop around the outskirts. I probably do that already, you know. I'm talking specifically vegan, you know what I mean, as a lifestyle. I mean, I'm I'm concerned that I don't know if I could make that lifestyle change. It, it, it takes uh, it, a lot of commitment, and you've got to get into, uh, you've got to have more of a conviction to go completely into the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you said, right, I'm not wearing leather, Every, and then go to the recycled aspect of materials, mm -hmm. and, and it's re really get involved in it to that depth. That's that's a serious commitment. And yeah. once you've been around, you on the, crazy doing that. I like all of that stuff, though, yeah. man. Yeah. All that stuff, I actually like all of that stuff. I actually agree with all that stuff. I just don't know if it's for me. So okay, we take away all of the things that are. And here's the thing: what you need to do. Yeah, you need to give yourself a. Uh, who lives in your house? Uh, well, it's not my house. It's my wife's. Oh, I, I did a little bit of research. I heard that you are, you're in charge for maybe a few minutes a day. 
If 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 that, yeah. 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 <laughs> what what you need to do is ask her, get her permission, and make everything in your house vegan, and do a family twenty eight day challenge. And everything you do, meal prep it because mm. people think that eating healthy is expensive. It's not true. Eating conveniently is cheap, and convenience. Tied together with being cheap is a good deal. You can gotcha. drive through a drive-thru, right. go through a drive-thru and get a burger, which has meat, cheese, lettuce, and sauce, bread, all for a dollar. But if you grocery shop and drop 80 bucks or like 60 pounds, got you, bro. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> of groceries, you can eat like a king all week. I got and you. And it's healthier. But it takes a little bit extra for It takes planning. Plan. So yeah. you're, you're saying plan and prep is the key. Plan and prep. Strat- well, here's, strategy. Here's the best way to do it. Strategy. Here's the best way to do it. What, yeah. we, what I did with my group when, when I first lost the bet, every Sunday, they would. I had some people come over my house. We'd all go grocery shopping together. We'd throw money in the pot. And everyone shows up with their containers. We cook literally all day. So... There's like two, three people in the kitchen, other people in the living room play Monopoly. I always win, uh, Django, whatever. We exchange back and forth at the end of the day of like eight hours of cooking, which it doesn't feel like that because it's just a hangout. Yeah. Uh, everyone gets their containers and we all separate the food. You have all your food you need for the entire week. So those, everyone has like 24 meals. They're the cookathon days that I read about. Yeah, Sunday cookathon. All yeah. right. And then then I oh, read did research. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here's something that I'm I'm still I've got to ask you because my head's getting messed up. Plant-based engine two compliant dishes. That I'm speaking. What is that? I'm speaking in tongues. Plant-based engine two <laughs> compliant <laughs> dishes. Hit right. me. Talk to me again. Come, Cam, let me know. What's going on? It sounds something like a computer would say when the self-destruct mode has been invoked <laughs> on a spaceship. Just like, plant-based, engine two, compliant. <laughs> now in yeah. operation. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, that That's uh, the the 28-day challenge that which I suggest you do. Uh-huh. I suggest everyone do that, even if you have no interest in being vegan. Because when I did that, you eat so clean that you learn how to read your body, which sounds a little silly. No, 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 get that. When I'm eating clean like that, uh, which I don't always, but if I'm training for a fight or something, I eat clean. You know when your body's craving carbs, when it's craving fat, when it's craving sugar, whatever you need, you know what your body needs. Okay. And I did that in 2012. And still to this day, I'm able to understand my body more. And it was only 28 days. I wish I had more vegan information. I just... My research is I tried it, I like how I feel, and that's what I go by. Because there's so much out there of misinformation and people who want everyone to eat meat will say things bad against veganism or people who don't want you to eat meat will say bad things against eating meat. I just tried it. I love it. It made my life happier. It brought me joy. And it brought me that slight moral superiority that I don't mention, but I'm like, ah, I'm doing something good in life. Because I don't like waking up early on Sundays. My man. There you go. There you go. Hey, listen, that may be the best endorsement I've heard for veganism, period. And yeah. it's because you're kind of doing it uh, in a way where you're respecting everybody, but it's really about making yourself happy. And, uh, you know, who can't respect that? You no, have that's to. true. Right. You have to. Uh, Thanks Cam, so much, brother. Yeah, Cam F. Awesome. Uh, check him out. That podcast again is your podcast. Awesome. It's uh, Down by the River. Down, Down by, by the river. Down by the river. 
All right. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at Rosetta Stone com today also anybody wants to book any school gigs i'm going i'm starting my school tour in july traveling the country speaking about appropriate social media use bullying social uh media use and social and emotional learning okay where do they get in touch with you boom where do they get in touch with you celebritysportspeaker.com or camfawesome.com or at camfawesome on all social media platforms. There you go. There you go. Hey, man. And it's time for us to go to a commercial break. Yes. Cam F. Awesome, thank you once again. Been fabulous. Good luck with your target, 2020 Vision, Tokyo Olympics. Thank you. Uh, Right, we will take a break. When we come back, Karina Inkster. Inkster. Vegan fitness coach and vegan nutritionalist. This is going to be another interesting, really interesting conversation, and it'll be coming up straight after the break. Welcome back to Playing With Science. Uh, Right, Karina Inkster, vegan fitness coach, vegan nutritionist, and someone who is amazing at pull-ups, and Chuck has something I never knew existed, which is pull-up envy. Yes, so first of all, Karina, thank you, and welcome to the show. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited. Uh, And secondly, thanks for showing off on your website and your perfect (laughs) pull-ups. I mean, I've never seen more perfect form, and by the way, she does pull-ups, she does... um, palm-facing chin-ups, which are like a variation of a pull-up. It's not quite a chin-up. It's not quite a pull-up, but your palms are facing each other, okay? And then she does one-handed pull-ups using a towel for stability, which really just made me lose my crap, <laughs> okay? And so I am envious, and I am jealous, and um, let's get into some vegan talk here because that's why you're on the show. Okay, and- plant-based diets. Um, okay, we we know guys have gone meat-free. Um, there are pluses. There are some minuses. Can you give us uh, an overview of what the pluses and potential minuses are for anyone thinking, be, be elite athletes or just guys like Chuck who want to have perfect pull-ups in the gym? That's a great question. So my my focus is definitely on the strength side of things. Uh-huh. So I've got a lot of clients. They're all vegan. They're all around the world. They're all at different levels of strength, of course. So all of my um, pros for veganism are usually focused around what it can help you with physically in your training. Um, so a lot of professional athletes are actually finding that they can recover more quickly from their training when they go plant-based. And so there's a few pro athletes out there who actually have gone plant-based entirely just for performance reasons. So they feel like they can recover faster from their training. They're not as sore. They're not as inflamed. And it could be because they're eating a lot of antioxidants from plant-based foods and they're Ah. no longer eating 
pro-inflammatory foods, which are usually dairy and meats. Right. Usually so at a cellular level, it's, it's down to antioxidants, it's down to less inflammatory product within the system. Have I got that right? Yes. And so on that note, also on the cellular level or a very small microscopic level, mm-hmm. I was just speaking to a gastroenterologist actually for my podcast just two days ago. And there's some new research out there that vegans apparently have way healthier gut microbiomes. I mean, who knew, right? This is totally new info Uh compared to people who eat animal products. And it's because of the huge variety of plant foods. Right. So this gets into just because you're vegan doesn't mean you're healthy. You could eat Oreos and fries and Skittles and be vegan. And that's all you eat. Don't say things like that to Chuck. (laughs) You'll encourage. I'm giving Chuck some ideas here. All I'm telling you right now is hallelujah. Okay. He never thought. I have found my diet. That is my diet. I've, you've convinced me. I'm going yeah, to You're not, you're not oh. going to be doing a crap load of pull-ups on that diet, though, I got to tell you. Yeah, so. you're, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. First of all, let me just shout out your website, which is KarinaInkster.com. And on Karina's website, people, you uh, she has a, a, a 10-day free email course on how to go vegan. She has uh, a free 350-item plant-based grocery list, which I think is what a fantastic service that you're doing for people there. Yeah. Because that's going to bring me to my next question, which is, what am I going to eat, Karina? What am I going to eat? They tell me that I shouldn't eat meat. And then they tell me that I got to cut out the carbs because the pasta and the bread is no good for me because it causes inflammation and it spikes my insulin. And then you come along and say, be a vegan. I can't eat any fish. I can't eat any honey. I can't. What am I going to eat? Fair, fair question. Fair question. Well, okay, so those 350 you know. items are just a start, right? <laughs> if anyone ever asks, like, hey, so what the hell do vegans even eat? Just say, hey, well, here's the 350 list item list to get you started. Yeah. Um, okay, so here's the thing. I've been vegan for 16 years. Okay. About half my life. But I was vegetarian before that. And so even when I was vegetarian, honestly, I didn't know what half the foods were that I eat now. Like, tempeh and wakame and all these like weird sounding foods that are delicious sounds like something out of black panther yeah right um wakame all sorts of different (laughs) cultures and um thai cuisine indian cuisine afghan cuisine like there's so freaking many options it's amazing um but again it goes back to that mindset of try not to get into the avoidance mindset like what you just said is like oh man no meat no fish right no eggs right right instead you want to eat as many new foods to you as you can, pile on as much plant-based food as you can onto your plate and just think about the abundance, right? There's right. foods out there, probably hundreds, probably thousands that I haven't tried in 16 years of being vegan. Yeah, well, so I, I was, abundant. that's why I did that. Because, you know, I'm kind of joking about the whole thing. Oh, but yeah. yeah, I think there's a lot of people who actually feel that way. Like, you know, well, what, is, sure. what else am I going to eat? What is there left? Yeah. But I love the fact that you have this, you know, 350 item grocery list. I think that's a huge, huge like service. So thank you for that. Um, All right, here we go. Here we go. Go ahead, this, go ahead, Gary. With my background in sport, I would, I have not been vegan. So I would look at it from a distance and in my ignorance go, well, is it the diet or did they just up their training regime and therefore they're stronger and this diet stuff is nah, it's not the thing. Is, is it? Is there the psychosomatic? Is that I'm vegan and they convince themselves or mm. talk to me about this, please. 
That's a really good question. So honestly, I think we need a ton more peer-reviewed research in this area. So ah. people I've had on my podcast, the dietitians I've been speaking with, sports scientists, it's kind of anecdotal level evidence at this point, right? So right. people are noticing, oh, hey, I can recover faster. Oh, I have more energy. But there's no long, longitudinal, super long-term research at this point that really says, hey, you're going to improve your performance on a vegan diet. Um, for a lot of people, it's just the fact that they're thinking about their food more in general, right? Whether it's vegan or not, gotta say, if you're if you're really thinking about your food, you're probably more mindful about is this really in line with my goals? Is it not? Should I eat this Oreo? Should I not? <laughs> you know. Mm -hmm. um, so being related to that, there are some physical changes though. Like I mentioned, with the gut microbiome, I mean that's not something we have control over uh, on a conscious level, yeah. like all the little microorganisms hanging out in our intestinal tract, right? So changes like that are very interesting, along with lowered cholesterol and possibly recovering faster with antioxidants. Um, but there are a lot of a lot of athletes out there who kind of use themselves as case studies. So I know a couple of people who are vegan, but they've tried different types of vegan diets. So like higher carbs, lower protein, higher protein, lower carbs, and they're just kind of doing experiments on themselves. But uh -huh. what we really need is a large body of research. And this is such a new area. We don't really have that yet. Hmm. So yeah, sure. A lot of it could be mental. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who feel like they have something to prove. Like there's still this BS myth out there. Like, oh, vegans are super weak. They're not getting enough protein. Everyone cares about protein when you tell them you're vegan. For right. whatever reason. All, all of a sudden, it's all you about know? protein. You know? yeah. 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 Like, how are you getting yeah. your protein? Right. And so there's still people out there who feel like they've got something to prove by being a vegan athlete. And, and that probably has a mental boost on some level to their performance. Probably. So I think a lot of different, there's a lot of different aspects to that. Absolutely. That, 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 that's how, yeah, that's how my marriage has survived 22 years is that uh, nice. my wife, my wife keeps trying to prove to everybody that I was the right thing to do. So nice. I'm going to milk it to as long as I can. Karina. There's a question Karina. in there. Karina mentioned that you've never had. Should I eat this Oreo or not? Uh, listen, that is not. Those, yes, are, not, those are not questions <laughs> that we ask. <laughs> Some things are just beyond knowing. Let me ask you this. Is there a prescription that you can give us for making a transition into becoming vegan if somebody's just thinking about it? Or is this something where you have to jump in both feet first? I mean, they, everybody can always do a trial thing, okay? Like sure. you could... Yeah, you know, you can say, well, I'm going to try it for four weeks. Now, Patrick, that's what he told us. Like, he he tells people, try it for four weeks because that's about enough time for you to get the idea of what your lifestyle would be and whether or not it's for you. Um, are there any other ways to make a transition Is with, with something like, uh, you know, paring down your your diet or, you know, just el an elimination process? Or, how, you know, is there any way you go about this that you would recommend for people different ways? That's a really good question. So I have in my 10-day online course a meal-by-meal -meal approach. So what I normally do with my clients is start with your breakfast. Mm. So we're going throughout the day here. We're not going a length of time like a month. We're not going all in necessarily all at once. We're going by time of day. So what do you normally eat for breakfast? Okay, let's veganize that. And let's do that for a month. Just your breakfast. Don't care about the other stuff. And at that point, you don't have to think about your breakfast anymore. Then you move on to lunch. Okay, so how are we going to veganize your lunch? Then you wow. go to dinner. Smart. You don't even have to think about your first, you know, half of your day by that point. Then oh. you've got your snacks and you've got your pre and post workout if you're an athlete. Brilliant. 
And you're good. Then you're plant-based. That is a brilliant approach. Do you know why? It is directly tied to your lifestyle. Because no matter who you are, you eat a certain way. So instead of trying to change all at once, what you're doing is you're attacking it from the lifestyle perspective. People talk about being energized. People talk about having more strengths. How come? How, how, how by changing what I eat? Surely it's got to be, I go back to the training regime, what I'm doing. How come? It's all because of stuff I'm sticking in my face. Yeah, right. You know, you know what's missing in most people's diets? Apparently 97% of Americans are deficient in this. Any guesses? Um, chocolate. I, I'm going to say anything. <laughs> chocolate. chocolate, yeah. I'm going to say anything green. <laughs> Very good guess. And it's in things that are green and it's fiber. So apparently almost every person in North America is not hitting the fiber needs, including athletes, including everybody, just population wide. We are not getting enough fiber. Now, if you're a vegan, all you eat is plants. You're getting a crap load of fiber just by being vegan, assuming you're not sitting there just eating Oreos and nothing else. Looking at you. Looking at you. You can look at me all you want. Wait, right now, I just wish I had a thing of Oreos here. A sleeve of Oreos. I'd see you if it wasn't for that box of Oreos just sat behind. Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. So so a lot of it has to actually do with the, the different types of nutrients that you are now eating. It's a very different diet. You're getting the fiber you need. Your digestive tract is working a lot better now, which is important for athletes too. Um, you're getting a lot more antioxidants from plants. Let's assume that you're eating mostly whole foods, uh-huh. right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hundred percent got to eat only whole foods and nothing else, but you know, 85% of the time. So right. you're getting antioxidants, which potentially help you recover faster from your training, which means you can then go train some more, which is kind of how steroids work. Yeah. <laughs> it's just recover super fast, go train some more. Yeah. Um, so there's a potential performance benefit there. Right. And strength. You know, honestly, I feel like we need more people like Patrick in the vegan world. There's tons of professional endurance vegan athletes out there. Brendan Brazier, triathletes, marathon runners. And the vegan strength world is there. I've got power lifters who are competing on a national level. We have Robert Cheek, who's a well, very well-known bodybuilder. So he's like mm. on the physique stage. But when you think about real professional vegan athletes, the strength world still needs to be populated some more. We got to introduce. Um, we've got to meet new. the eleven of the Titans in the NFL. Nice. Went vegan last season. Yeah. Oh, really? And that, yeah, and they're all linemen. They did it as a, as a team thing. Wow. Right. So they said the thing I had. One of the guys I was reading his interview said, "I lost so much weight. I went from three hundred pounds to two six five, and I'm thinking." Yeah. This vegan diet's great. It's cost me my job. <laughs> I've got. Hey, that's actually a really, really good point. So, and especially with guys, and especially with athletes, because generally men need more calories than women do, just because of body size. And if you're an athlete, whether you're vegan or not, you need a lot of calories. So, right. this is an excellent point, actually, for your listeners to hear, because vegan food, if it's whole food, right. let's just assume yeah. mostly healthy mm-hmm. whole foods, it's very nutrient dense, but it is not calorie dense. Right. So if you're someone who needs to eat 4,000 calories a day because you're an athlete and you're 300 pounds, yep. you probably need to eat more, actually, probably like 500 calories a day. Or I mean, 5,000 calories 5,000, yeah. Um, that is a huge volume of vegan whole foods, right? So it actually will probably feel like you're eating a lot more, like your plate is three times the size. I mean, if you have a salad the size of your torso, it's like 300 calories. And if you have a tiny little piece of steak, it's the same. Right. So. Right. It's kind of like 
where are your calories coming from? And it's a bit of a shift for a lot of people, especially athletes, Mm -hmm. because the food is now very nutrient dense, which is perfect. It's going to help you with your recovery, your training, fueling, but it's not super calorie dense. So as using myself as an example, when I trained clients in person at a gym, I did that for seven years before I went totally online. I was, you know, walking around a gym, demoing exercises, eight to 10 hours a day. I was on about 3,500 calories because I'm also doing my own training on top of that. So that's not insane. You know, if you compare that to someone who's a football player on 5,000 calories, it's yeah. it's still a decent chunk of food. But even at that level, 3,500-ish calories a day of healthy vegan food, I'm pretty much stuffing my face all day. Like right. people at the gym knew me as, oh yeah, she's eating again. It's like her fourth lunch. No big deal. Wow. You know? You're already so halfway that, there. Yeah, I'm almost yeah. there. Because you're always thinking of food. You're damn right I am. I'm, I'm well, hungry. This conversation is making me hungry. There what? you go. Yeah. You're the perfect vegan like test specimen. I, I'm serious. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about. It. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look at your ten day. Um, th- th- your ten day uh, thing. I, I told my wife it was a ten day challenge, but it really isn't. But I'm. Ch- well, you can make it a challenge for yourself. That's true. I can. I can. But I also loved your approach in that. You do it on a meal-by-meal transition. I think right. that that is the most brilliant a strategy that anyone has ever said publicly. And I've had people say a lot of ways to go vegan, but no one has ever said it meal-by-meal. I think that's brilliant. Okay, Patrick, Patrick earlier in the show, and, and thank you for giving young, young Chuck some advice there. <laughs> he needs guidance. Of course. Yeah. of course. Patrick talked about the bump in the road. You know, from from day one to a, maybe a month later, and feeling the benefits—the the, not so much pain, not so much better recovery, energy, strength, and stuff. What is the main or most common bump in the road people experience? Because it's not all roses, and uh, there's a, the, the odd thorn. So where is it hidden? So what we just talked about with the calories is usually the bump in the road for athletes. Uh-huh. They're like, oh my God, I need to eat so freaking much food now. It's kind of ridiculous. And of course, that becomes your new normal at some point. Yeah. But it's the unintentional weight loss. So, you know, someone who weighs 300 pounds because they have to for their job, then goes to 260, not because they wanted to, it's because of their diet changes. So that can be, that can take some figuring out. So now you're creating thousand calorie smoothies that you never had before. Other bumps in the road are, cravings. So psychologically, man, I miss cheese, which is honestly the the most common one that I hear in my clients anyways. They're all around the world and they all say cheese. I don't know what it is about cheese. Apparently it has some kind of addictive properties to it. I don't know if that's legit or not. Oh, it really (laughs) does. Are you kidding me? Sometimes I melt it and put it in a syringe and just mainline it, right? Okay, I'm joking. Go ahead. That's what I would do with chocolate. I may or may not Um, so, you know, it could be a psychological thing. It could be, wow, I kind of just missed this food because it's something I enjoyed. And I have to tell you guys, I didn't go vegan because I didn't like the taste of meat or cheese or eggs. Uh I didn't go vegan saying, man, I don't like these foods. I had my ethical reasons, health reasons, environmental reasons. Right. So it's part of the deal. I don't, I don't think about it anymore. It's been so long and there's so, so many amazing options like the Beyond Burgers now, Impossible Burgers, um, cheese options that are plant-based. So we got options now. 16 years ago, people didn't even know what vegan meant. They were like, hey, do you want a salad with chicken on it? Like, is that vegan? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Super cool. All right, we got to go. We have to. Oh, uh, my God. You Karina are just, Insta, you're, thank you. You're a delight. Thank you're a delight. You. Website, you. website again is? KarinaInsta.com. You got that right. Yes. Hey, I'm going to check back with you. I'm going to let you know how this is going, all right? 
Please do. Yeah, absolutely. Any questions, if your listeners want to get in touch, it's KarinaInkster.com is hub of all things vegan and science-based and badassery. So and your yeah, podcast, sure get in touch anytime. And your podcast is called? It is called the No BS Vegan. I don't know if I'm if you guys have a rated E podcast or not because it's really the No Bullshit Vegan. But there you <laughs> that'll go. do that'll work. That works, yeah. for, that us. works for us. Yeah, um, there you go. Yeah, lots of science-based info. I'm really not into a lot of the pseudoscience that's around veganism and within veganism. So there's a lot kind of BS that needs to be busted. So I'm doing my little part there. All, All right. right. All Karina right, vegan myth buster. We Thank love it. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, best <laughs> of you. best of luck with everything. And uh, I mean, if anybody listens to this show and they're saying, you know what, Chuck, Gary, love you. Hopefully that's what they say. <laughs> but um, I'm having me a big juicy steak Go tomorrow and I don't care. I'm good with that. Yeah, good for you. But if, if listening to our show today has helped you think in a different way, challenged a convention, then you know what? We're really cool yeah, with that. Because it seems there's a movement, that Game Changer movie that uh, James Cameron's involved in, that Patrick was on. I think that's going to make people sit down and think that that movement is getting such, yeah. such a real pace. It's super cool, man. It is. All right. Well, well listen, that's it. I'm off to go have some Oreos. Uh, again. Right. That is our plant-based athletes. I uh, hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's a food for thought, <laughs> pun intended, of course. I see what you did there. You did, didn't you? Good man. Right, I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Nice. And we're not vegan yet, but we might well be next time you hear us. Bye for now. Wish you could listen to Star Talk commercial free? Join Star Talk on Patreon for as little as $5 per month and the ads will disappear. Learn more at patreon.com slash Star Talk Radio.